We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this special announcement. Welcome to Whiskey Wine and DIY. I'm Nick. And I'm Paige. Coming to you tonight with, uh, let's see, it's like 17% more ribeye farts. Ah. Uh, you're talking about the dog? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dog's dropping bombs, kids. Dropping bombs. Yes. She is quite stinky and I would say quite relaxed this yes. evening. Oh, yes. It smells It smells like beef jerky in here. Like, but not good beef jerky. Not good beef jerky. Not like good. Bad, bad beef jerky. So bad. So bad. So bad. It's so appetizing sounding. <laughs> um. Well, but you know what she's doing? What? She's recycling that food. Turn it into methane for your enjoyment. Oh, yay! <laughs> well, you know how big I am on recycling. Yes, I do. That's why I figured I'd throw that out there. I know. I was very disappointed when they closed the recycling center that was only like five or six miles away. And now I have to go to different ones. And sometimes I have to go to two because the next closest one, which is like 15 miles away is kind of janky and they don't always take everything and I don't know I have had bad luck so to go to the place where they take everything you got to go downtown and that's like 20 miles away it's probably your boy Abbott (laughs) (laughs) but I still gotta do it because I gotta recycle shit and I don't want to hear any stuff about what they do with it just let me think I, I will stop bringing it up Yes, I want to think happy thoughts. I'm doing my best. All right. Let's think happy thoughts. Clinkies. Clinkies. This wow, is, that was a good clink. This is the time in the program where if you're not driving to work, you grab a drink and drink with us. Yes. If you're driving to work, just wait to get to work. And if you drink enough, they'll send you home. There you go. Yeah. You might lose your job. I, it will, you know. But if you drink enough, you won't really care, at least down at the moment. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So you look t- you look lost, baby. I I lost my Allen wrench. Okay. I'm sure it's on the table, but it's dark in here right now and I can't see it. And, and it's a very clean desk right now. I'm surprised you've lost it. I well, because all the stuff's all the crap's piled on my side. <laughs> 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 I did clean all the epoxy and stuff off. I, I you know, I figured that project needed to uh to to move on. So it has moved on to downstairs. It's, it's now swimming in a bath of of mineral oil. Mineral bath. So how long does it stay in the mineral oil? Um it, it depends on who you talk to. Okay. I'm gonna let it be in there overnight. Um so most people say well, I shouldn't say it. Some people say like an hour to two hours. Mm-hmm. Some people say four to five hours. Some people say 12 hours. Some people say 24. Some people say that if you leave it in there for 24 hours, when you use it the first time, all the oil is going to leak back out of the board because <laughs> those people are dumb. Yeah, that, that does sound a little dumb. So you're just trying to let it permeate and soak in? Yeah, so it's supposed to be better to to like let it bathe in the oil and absorb as much as it can as opposed to just like wiping it on yeah which is what i've done in the past i've just you know done like a coat or two on there but it's really if you want it to kind of like get in like to really saturate the belly to where it's going to be it to where it's going to be easier to take care of i guess because it's going to have it's going to have more of that kind of moisture content oil business it sounds like it i mean i never really thought about it like that but 
I didn't either, but I see more people do it. Like with, especially with cutting boards. I mean, this is kind of a, more of a charcuterie board, but it's still, you know, it's a inch thick hunk of walnut. So true, true. And so I had a thing with YouTube today. Okay, what kind of thing? Like bad thing? Good no, thing? No, no, no. Like I, I do, I do testing for them every once in a while, and they. They contact me and it's not because, well, I mean, it, maybe it's part of it's because I'm on YouTube, but it's not because of my creator level or anything like that. It's just uh, I signed up for a long time ago and they'll contact me with new stuff that they want to do, which I can't discuss because it hasn't been implemented yet. Top secret. Top secret. Um, but it's pretty cool. But the thing is, we got our new uh, Movo Kickstarter all-in-one um, was it webcam mic ring lights in. Oh, yeah, because you wanted to use those for your next live, right? Well, I was going to use it for, for my lives, but I figured if we were both going to be on, we could try it, try using them too. Now I'm a little concerned with some of the issues we've had that if the mics will, if you, if they'll echo. Anyway. You can um, do lives from separate rooms. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Um, I mean, I don't mind doing an interview from a separate room, but like if we're going to be live, I'd rather sit next to you. I got you. Anyway, but I so I had so these just came like two days ago. So I set it up. I got ready for for my little Zoom call or my little Google Hangout or whatever they're calling Google Hangouts now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so she so we connect and she's like, "Are you on your computer or are you on your phone?" And I was like, "I'm on my computer." She's like, "Can you get off and get on your phone?" Aww, because it was like a mobile thing. That so I had you to didn't try get out. to use it. Well, I got to use it for a second. I got to see her and talk to her. But I was going to make a big deal about it and be like, "Hey, how's the sound?" Yeah, you know, and everything. And I, I so this was a Kickstarter, right? This was a Kickstarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I seem to remember you talking about it, but you know, there's always a big time frame delay, and like you've probably gotten an email every week from. I haven't gotten an email every week, but I've gotten I've gotten several, it, it, and it's. I mean, I, I think we put the money down on these a year ago. You yeah, I mean? like I mean, there's always that huge delay between when you when you sign up to back something and then when it comes to fruition. It seems. Yep, but now I'm really curious. Well, like I said, I'm really curious, and I'm I'm a little worried that having two of them might hose us. I got you. Hosing, bringing it back. We'll never know. Well, well, oh, I guess we will know. We have to try it to know. Yeah. Yes, we do. All right, what were we talking about? We're talking about. We're talking about kind of refinishing, restoring, and reusing things. Kind of the recycling of the maker world, I guess. The Amy Winehouse of the maker world. I don't get it. I don't want to go to rehab. No, no, no. Rehab. Rehab. Oh, there it is. Rehab. There got it. it. Got it. Sorry, a little slow on the update on that one. Joker name. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm a big person for all those, all those R's. All those R's. Um, See, and I'm just like chopping off epoxy and just throw it in the trash. You know, save the planet, <laughs> all that good stuff. We Planetary. are the we're we're the circle of life in this house. Yes, we are. I make trash, you burn it, <laughs> or recycle it. Recycle it. Um, like I see this prevalent a lot in. The people who take used furniture or dying furniture, usually a lot of times, like, I think it's really cool the people who take furniture that looks really bad and and fix it up, redo it, give it new life. And, and I mean, these people sell it. I know there are some people that literally just drive around and pull stuff out of people's garbage. It's not just me. I've only done that once. Um, <laughs> just once. 
just once, but they'll like pull, you know, whenever people put stuff out for big trash day and they'll grab furniture and redo it, fix it up nice and sell it. And they make a living that way. And it's really cool. One, it's really cool to see the creativity that goes into making it look better because most people are doing that stuff now. They're not just like stripping it down and staining it wood color again. Right. Right. You know, yeah, like, you got you to gotta do something to it. You got to do something to it. You got to paint or do different textures, um, different materials, that sort of thing. You definitely, like I said, you're de- not you're not stripping it down and just going with the same old stain back over it. That's so 50 years ago. So I want to do something unprecedented. Okay. I want to interrupt what we're talking about and do who we're stalking. Oh, okay. This is why. Okay. And I am stalking Uncommon Post. Uncommon Post. I'm sorry. I totally said this wrong. Uncommon Outpost. Uncommon Outpost. Okay. And the reason I'm stopping this right now is I was already already looking at this piece of furniture, but I I, I didn't make the connection until right now. She, a while back, took a chest of drawers and turned it into her workbench. I like. So, but the cool thing about it is... I mean, well, that's cool in itself. But she, so she basically took like a chest of drawers, she put it on casters, and then she painted it. But check out how she painted it. She painted it and gave it like anime lines. Oh, like kind of cartoonish, yeah. Yeah. That is very cool looking. It is super cool. So her name is Stephanie, and I've kind of like met her in the distance. But she is one of the most creative people I've seen in a long time. Um, I can't remember. There was this crazy dress she made not too long ago. Or was it the Christmas tree dress? Now I'm intrigued. The Christmas tree dress. Here you go. Well, she's taking it apart, but that's... Oh, I love it. Yeah. So I don't think I could ever wear it, but it uh, looks really cool. Just the the creativity that she has. I And I, I remember, I think the first time she came up on my radar was when... Um, uh, the Modern Maker podcast was doing the the wood bending. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, contest, and she was doing something crazy like heating a like a pipe up and running the wood through the pipe and bending it that way. I mean, it worked really well, but it was like it was it was it was a it was a way to bend wood that I I didn't know existed until she did it. It was very cool. Interesting. That sounds really interesting. And I mean, she's an account to follow just because she's always doing something different. I see that. I see there's a wide variety of uh, of different different things on here from, you know, jewelry to decoration to furniture to. Anyway, like I said, I normally, you know, we do this a little bit later, but I just felt like it was really fitting right there. So I wanted to throw that out there. So who are you stalking? Well, I am stalking Get Naughty, D-I-Y, K-N-O-T-T-Y, Naughty. Little play on words there. Also, another woman, because, you know, I like that kind of thing. Um, Pegs herself as an ADHD DIYer, keeping it real while trying to organize a disorganized brain. And she lately has done... Actually, a lot of funny stuff. Um, I love little entertaining uh, entertaining reels and TikToks that also show 
fun stuff. But she's done like some really cool stuff for like her son likes Harry Potter um, and some interesting closet stuff and interesting stuff with like thinking about positioning and that sort of thing. There's all these cool little carvings that she said like her, I think her grandfather did. I can't tell if those are his. When I was little, I remember him scroll sawing. Okay, so I was gonna, I was, I wasn't sure how they were made. Ah, because of course it's a scroll saw. Well, <laughs> looking at him though, I was like, oh, that looks like you could do those on a CNC. But her grandfather, unless he's a super young guy, probably not working on a CNC. You know what I mean? That's true. Anyway, I think the first thing that ever caught my eye was like this little cottage house bed she made. And that's what initially intrigued me. I got you. Very cool. Very cool. But as you can tell, um, I'm kind of gotten away from the scroll saw art lately and been looking more at like the DIY house stuff again. Uh oh. Watch out. Oh, well, we're going to be way too busy until January. So. Yeah, right. Mm hmm. <laughs> Maybe not with making stuff, but like life and all oh, that. Oh, I'm going to be. Well, you're going to be busy making stuff, but that is your job. I know, but I had somebody hit me up and they're like, hey, man, can you build this for me? I mean, this is like somebody that wants me to build something for them. And I was like, I, I hate it when people come at me with that and they don't they don't really tell me exactly what it is mm-hmm. and like I don't have dimension you know I mean it's really hard to quote somebody a price when they're like hey can you build me like they wanted like a little trophy case and I'm like well how big are the trophies and like what kind of material and th- stuff like that but I was like and I'm like I can't I really can't do it until January mm-hmm. and then they didn't respond so I'm assuming that that means they're not interested but I was like guys if you're gonna ask somebody if they can make something for you and you want a price? You gotta get. You gotta be pretty specific. <laughs> yeah, I would think. Yeah, size and material for one. Um. Well, he like he originally contacted me. It was just like I was wondering if you if you do a custom job for me, and I'm like, depends on the job. Yeah. And the reason I said that is because I just put out a laser video, and if he wanted me to do like do a laser tile for him, I could probably swing that. Mm-hmm. You know, but like building a cabinet for him with my production schedule the way it is. I don't have time. Yeah. <sighs> I need to stop. I, uh, people need to stop sending me stuff for a short period of time. Short period of time. Yeah. I'm starting to get backlogged on things that I have to demo or uh, review. Mm-hmm. Horrible problem to have. And no, no, no. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that like I'm still like I still have my hand out a little bit. Um, who doesn't like getting important stuff? Yeah, no one. Everyone likes that. So check this out, and then we'll get back to our topic. Sculpt Fun. Okay. The latest laser I got. They have been much more specific with me about they want to review the video and everything before it goes up and all this stuff, which normally when somebody's not paying you mm-hmm. to make a video, they don't really do that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. It's not like an advertisement. Or something along those lines. But I was like, yeah, it's cool, whatever. So I have I've I've made the video. Mm-hmm. It's in the can. I sent it to them. Well, first of all, they also ever since most of the time when somebody sends me something large. Yeah. Okay. Like a laser or yeah. something along those lines, they track the package and mm-hmm. once it arrives. They're like, hey. Check in, yeah. Yeah. Hey, we see you got the package. We see you got the package. Mm -hmm. How long until the video? Things like that. This is normal stuff, right? 
little stuff, a lot of times they'll just send it to me and I don't ever hear back from them again, which is weird. That is, that's a little weird. Um, okay. I mean, sometimes, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I usually try to send them, send them the video, but like sometimes I'll send them the video and they don't, they don't respond back. Um, but Sculpt Fun, like, even sent me a thing like, hey, I wanted to make sure that you had the tracking information and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, it's coming from China, which means they'll be here any anywhere between, you know, eight days and 30. You know, I mean, it's like, yeah. I just, one day there will be a package on the front. Uh, front. Stoop. Is it still a stoop? Can it be a stoop that today or is it a porch? Whatever. I, I can, yeah, I don't know. The thing in front of our house. What is a stoop exactly? I don't know. I think it's a short mm. porch. <clears throat> anyway, so... They send me a thing saying, hey, you want to make sure you get the tracking information? I'm just like, yeah. And then nothing. I, I like zero contact from them. And this is a company too. This is this is Sculpt Fund. It's like not, the company it's, that makes it, not a third party. Right, not party. a third party. So I sent them the video uh, uh, Friday, kind of late on Friday, but I still haven't heard back from them, hmm. which is kind of weird. It's Tuesday, by the way, for those of you that are listening. Um, so I haven't heard from them in two days. Well, Monday may have been a holiday. In China? Oh, no. I don't think Columbus... Is the company based in China? Yeah. Oh, well, everything comes from China, even if the company's not well, based there. Well, I mean, I'm assuming they're based somewhere in Asia or something, because they only they, they respond to me in the middle of the night. Oh, okay. So, I mean, they're in India or Asia or somewhere in that. They're not in some place that Columbus may or may not have discovered. Let's put it that <laughs> Gotcha. Way. Anyway, the thing is, like... Since we're going on vacation, I need to auto load that video to come out this Saturday or well, this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I'm going to move it to Monday. But I need to hear back from them, and, and they're like, you know, they sent me a thing that's saying like they, they were going to do an affiliate program and all that stuff. So one of the other questions I have is like, are you guys going to offer you know a discount for yeah. for viewers and stuff like that? Nothing. Well, because it's like, why bother? If- if uh, you don't have a good discount to give or a discount to give, even if it's not good. Well, that's what I think is so weird about the company that sent me the orchard is mm-hmm. no discount. And, but they're like, oh, but we'll send you we'll send you an affiliate code. And I've actually made a couple of sales because like I I, I mean, I really like the orchard. I really like the Sculpt Fund too. But mm-hmm. um, I'm like, and, and then I even said something to him about, hey, what about a discount code or something? Like, oh yeah, orchard's really, uh, you know, is, is really strict about their pricing. And I'm like, dude, I've seen other channels that have had a discount on the same laser. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on there. But it, it makes it hard to promote their company, too, because it's, it's you know. Well, yeah, because you want to get a, you want to offer. And as a consumer, you want to get a discount. Right. Well, but what I'm saying, too, is since it's it's a third party that's selling the Ortur laser, it's not Ortur. Oh, yeah. So if you. I'm if I do a review on the Ortur and I'm saying this is a good unit. People might just go buy the auteur and not from that company. True. So the company needs to offer a discount. So you go made made by the best. I think it's the company dot com. Uh, you know they they need to offer like a percentage off or dollars off. So you go through their company versus auteur or you know Amazon or whatever. And to get back on topic, um, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, but I started seeing people refinish stuff and I start thinking about the fact that the kids need some dressers and furniture um, in their room. Not really furniture, but they need some dressers because the little baskets I've been using are great for little tiny clothes. But as they get older, 
they need some place to put it. So I'm like, oh, I bet I could do that. So we bought a nice little solid wood used dresser. I did not go dumpster diving for this one. No, you bought it like a little flea market or whatever. Yeah, a little flea market. Although, like when they said it's all wood, that that's that's in quotes. Yeah, I would it's I would kind of agree on that. Super thin wood. But I went kind of like the chemical stripper way, and as I'm really happy with how it turned out. Oh no, I didn't do the chemical stripper on that. Um, I saved that one. I used the restorer on that one. You used the chemical stripper on the chair. I used the chemical stripper on the chair. The chair I found in the dumpster, and I'm like, oh, we need a chair. Oh, this looks interesting. Okay, so let's go back. I bought the dresser first, but I didn't restore it. I found the chair, and we need a chair because our we broke two chairs recently. I don't well, know. we bought a bunch of. Cheap we, they're from Wayfair, so you know, hey, what can you expect? Yes, but I used the chemical, the little eco-friendly whatever chemical stripper on that, and one didn't leave it on nearly long enough the first time, and two chemical stripping is a pain in the ass. Yeah. As much as they're like, oh, it's so easy. It's so easy on a straight, flat surface. Yeah. So let's be clear because when we're talking about like refinishing or rehabbing for that matter, um, old school was like pretty caustic chemicals. You were using like paint thinner or paint stripper or something, mm-hmm. you know. And the funny thing is, you know, you know what we did not. Okay. So we wore gloves back in the day. Yeah. And when I say back in the day, this is me helping my parents. Okay. But you know what we never uh, never used? Masks. Masks. Well, now we just have them lying around everywhere. So. I know, but think about like, like I don't know if you've ever smelled paint stripper, but like that can't be good for you. Oh, no. Of course you not. Know? I mean, There's the reason so many old woodworkers have lost fingers. Because <laughs> they use paint stripper first? Yeah, they get all high, fry their brains, and then they go to use power tools. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's like, so it's like the equivalent of sniffing glue. Yes, exactly. Okay. It all is right. exactly like, um, or sniffing spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the metallics um, are uh, get you higher. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I think it's along that line. Um, But I'm like, man, and now we're talking, you're talking about eco-friendly stuff, which actually was, was, was quite nice. It didn't stink. Or it didn't stink, that. huh? But I remember... I remember using paint stripper, mm-hmm. which I don't think they even make anymore. Probably now. not. Um, but you would put that on something that was painted, and you would literally see the paint start to curl up and off bubble. Of it. Yeah, I can't make bubbling noises. Sorry. And oh, I'm just like, and we used to just like, we used to do that in a room in our house. <laughs> no ventilation, nothing. Oh no, man, shit. Yeah, because your parents were into like refinishing things and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mom's stripped all sorts of stuff and all that stuff. And it's just funny because, you know, she's always put the and, and she's the other the other thing she used to always do is she would always paint uh, with oil, um, oil based paints because she liked the way they looked better. But cleaning up oil based paints is a fucking huge nightmare. I believe it and it doesn't seem worth the effort. It's not. Especially when you have children. Absolutely not. But where I'm going with this is it's it's a lot easier. I don't know if I'd say easier, but it's a lot of... Yeah, I'd say it's a lot easier to fucking uh, strip furniture now. It should be. You know, decades have passed. Well, I know. I, well, I guess... 
Yeah, so it's easier, or well, it's not as harsh mm-hmm. on the peoples. On the peoples, I like the peoples. Uh, because I would think that a lot of people wouldn't want to use paint stripper because, like I said, like I when when you say paint stripper, which you don't say that, but when I say it, I can mm-hmm. smell it. I believe that. That's how much of an impression that 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 chemical made on me. I understand. I have I have words like that. Anyway. So now it's uh, accessible. It's more accessible. How's that? Yeah. So I use the, I like that. Um, but I use, and it, it actually took the finish, the off. finish off. It was just, you know, it was kind of a pain in the butt. And I had a lot of fun. Um, I wanted color and bright, like, because I don't, I just don't get like stripping a stained wood off and restaining it unless you're going to do more to it. Like, you got to have fun gotta have color so i stay i did a blue stain on the chair and a little distressing and sanding liked how that turned out then when it came to the dresser i used your restore right and that was amazing well the thing is what Just, really kind of sucks is mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't get the flap the, the flat brushes for that thing until mm-hmm. until we started on the dresser. the dresser yeah because the flat brushes for that thing are meant to go around like curved surfaces. that would have been really perfect in the chair and yeah the curve the, the chair had a bunch of you know the, the curved carved rungs and stuff on it mm-hmm. yeah the restore took the uh the finish off the dresser amazingly well and that was a lot faster and a lot more fun to kind of redo and I think the restore was part of that I just got tired doing the chair but I will well, the say the chair was a lot of like painted on and then wait yeah too. and there's a lot of a lot more like labor intensive of a repetitive thing with the chair and I like how the chair turned out and I would say like I feel like a queen with my big nice wooden chair with our eclectic little chair mix <laughs> but our kids won't let you but sit our kids won't let me sit in it um, they helped, so they claim it. That I get to sit in it on Sundays, and that is the only time I get to sit in the chair because, yeah, they helped, yes. and everyone wants to be in the in the royal chair. I don't. You I'm know, good. Good. I'm, I'm good. glad because I only get one day. Like if I had to <laughs> share that day with you, oh my god. But I'm loving this trend, and so now, now I look around, and whenever I drive by on big garbage day i'd be like hmm is that something i could use see i'm not so much like on garbage day but what i would love <laughs> is to be able to go to like garage sales one day and i can't because it's shopping it's grocery shopping day and you need to get out early for garage sales but what i really want to do is find some like kind of ornate kind of curly cue type piece of furniture mm-hmm. and then i want to like light half of it on fire okay and have this like kind of transition from what it used to look like to like it being burnt mm-hmm. maybe or like once i get to that once i get to that state maybe even like refinishing the first half that's not burnt or something along those lines but i've been wanting to do that for a long time well, you know, we could rework grocery time, but right now is also baseball season, so Yeah, it's not happening anytime soon. It's not happening for at least six more weeks. But we could we could probably work it out. How are we gonna work it out? Um, groceries can be shifted a little bit. 
Man, you can't go to the grocery store much later than that. People, you, people you, are fucking nuts. You go a little later anyway these days because you've been sleeping in more. So if we just get up a little earlier and go garage sailing. Yeah. Plus, you got to go when like you pick the right neighborhood when they have their community garage sale. So you can just hit like 20 at once and, mm-hmm. yep. and then you don't have to worry about it. Anyway, but just <laughs> just putting that out there. That's a, like a, That was always a cool thing that I wanted to do. And I think, so I think we're hitting this like weird place. We might have passed it already, but like. Yeah, possibly. New. You said weird place. I'm not talking about in the bedroom. <laughs> um, New furniture, unless you spend a lot of money on it, is shitty. It's kind of like our washer and dryer. Uh, yeah, like practically you know, disposable. Up, yeah, growing up, uh, my parents had a washer and dryer that we had for like fucking 20 years. Oh, yeah. And the fridge. And we had a washer and dryer that like the dryer went out, what, at five years in or six years in or something um, like that? We had eight years. Eight years. Because the water heater went out eight years. The dryer went out eight years. And uh, the guy came out to fix it and he's like, well, he's like, I can fix it. But like, it's what I'm going to charge you is going to be the price of a new one. Like this thing's so old. I know. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you still have this antique? Mm-hmm. But so furniture now is shitty, right? Like yep. Ikea furniture is shitty. Guys, I hate to break it to you, but Ikea furniture is shitty. It's cheap, but it's only because it's going to break soon. Yeah. You can, you just can't move it. Yeah. Once yeah. You- whatever you do, don't, don't move it. Don't take it apart. And whatever you do, do not pull it <laughs> in any direction. Yeah. There you go. Um, but, we still have some good old furniture out there. It was just like somewhere along the lines, people were like, oh, hey, you know what's really cool is like that honey oak color. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Which is just fucking horrific and should have never been a thing. So there's some good oak furniture out there. There's some good other woods too, but I'm just using that as an example. That under the right circumstances of rehab ability mm-hmm. um, will still be very cool pieces. Yes. Like your chair, that chair is that that chair is that chair is eighty years old. Easy. I believe it. Um, and it hasn't been well taken care of. No. But it's it's in a better place now. It is. It's in a good place. It has a good home. It's pretty now. It also made TikTok angry. Well, you do that on the regular. Right. And I will say that there are a lot of makers out there who are now making quality furniture, but it's not, that's, it's, that's not going to the masses. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. So, but that's what I say when I say it's not cheap. If you want something, if you want something well-made and handmade, understand that the person that's making that is making it by hand. Of course, there's a lot Assholes. of time and effort going into that. Yeah, there's a lot of craftsmanship going into that, no. and knowledge, and sweat, that, blood, and that, tears, and that's what you're paying for. You're not paying for the fact that your buddy made it. You're paying for the fact that um, <laughs> there's a there's a song that's going around on TikTok that's like uh, it costs so much because it uh, it takes me fucking hours, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. It's like. You want something handmade, 
I, I, it's right there in the fucking title, man. It's, it's being made by hand. It's not being made like by a factory or anything like that. Like somebody's like cutting all those out and putting them together mm-hmm. on their own. Um, and yeah, you're paying for it. And I see, like, since one, my skill isn't there yet. Um, and two, depending on kind of your financial situation, rehabbing and refinishing things is um, a much more economical way to go about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, but I think there's a, you know, I make fun of the that, like, really golden stain Mm-hmm. Or you know, yeah, color and whatnot. But I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like craftsmanship in a lot of those pieces. Um, you know, like people don't understand. Like a hundred years ago, like those little curly cues and stuff like that on that stuff. People were probably carving those by hand. Yeah, you know, I mean. There was no CNC. There was no machine doing it for no. you. It was the start of the Industrial Revolution. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's probably a little further into the Industrial Revolution. But, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's like there's some there's some stories to be told about that wood or the, about that furniture. Yes. And so I think, and yes, I, I realize, you know, the irony is not lost on me that I'm like, I want to set it on fire. But I also want it to be a functional piece of of of, of furniture, so I'm not gonna like. I can't say I, I'm not gonna burn it to a cinder, but it will still be functional. Like it will be a thing when I'm done with it, and I think there's something to be said about that. I'll be curious to see that. I'll have to remind you about that sometime in the new year. Oh, I'm all about it. What I also thought about doing is just like finding something that's been painted, and just like burning the paint on half of it, like stripping half of it mm-hmm. down to wood and then burning the paint on the other so the paint's all bubbly and crispy. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily like going to sugar bond or like burning the wood, but just like kind of melting the probably lead paint and <laughs> and getting that kind of thing. And then like, you know, either getting the other, the other side down to like, just bare wood and doing like like an oil finish or so, something simple on the other side. Yeah. But just having that kind of weird transition from one to the other, I think it'd be really cool. I'm intrigued. I want to see this stuff now. You should be. I have ideas, lady. I know. And they're not yeah. all just laser ideas. <laughs> well, yeah, you had a lot of ideas before the laser. I know. Laser mm-hmm. ideas are just easy to implement while I'm doing something else. Mm-hmm. That's my that, that, that's that's again my my uh, my plug for the laser. <laughs> everybody needs a laser. Sorry, maybe just a diode, but everybody needs a laser. Yes, yes. So we have a laser in your house. We can tell you're a big fan. <laughs> yes, you should have a laser. All right, what else? What else we got? Um, I think that's all we got. No shit. Hmm. Well, kids. If you like this episode, do us a favor and leave us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you listen to. And What? I don't know. You were whispering. I didn't hear it. I know. I was trying to just talk over you and not interrupt you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. Well, I would just say, until next week, thanks for playing. Keep making shit. Keep making shit.